Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Deal. I'm Danny Brown. Today's episode is sponsored by The Optimist at the platform. It's the best in fashion and lifestyle clothes, handpicked from boutiques across the globe. Uh, really cool at the platform in Culver City. There's a ton of places to eat and shop there. They're doing events. They're doing Oktoberfest there this weekend, but every weekend, and there's always cool events. It's good for the family. It's good for the adults. Great for lunch, great for dinner, and the Optimist, amazing. Tell them that I sent you and get 20% off. Tell them Danny Brown sent you. Today's guest is quite possibly the biggest, most successful mortgage broker in the history of mankind. It's Mark Cohen, founder of Cohen Financial. He's done more loans than anybody. And today we're gonna to get into the world of loans and the landscape we're in and uh, talk about his career arc and his story. So enjoy it, school is in session. Mark Cohen, welcome to The Deal, how are you? I'm fine, Danny, how are you? Thank you for having me on, I look forward I'm, to it. I'm fired up to have you on. I think you may be the most prolific mortgage broker in the history of mankind, is that is that accurate? Uh, well, <laughs> if you say so, whole thing. Um, I say so. Can you hear me? Wait, wait hold on. Okay, I can hear you. Uh, if you say so, it is. But uh, I, I wish it was. I just, uh, you know, work with them the best I can. That's all you can do in life. So, yeah. Well, you're being modest. You, you've done as much as, let's say you've done as much as any mortgage broker in the business ever. Um, so I want to get into a lot of different things and go in a okay. lot of different directions and talk about sure. the real estate market, mortgage market. But uh, for those of you that, that don't know who you are, uh, you have this long story career as a mortgage broker in LA and Beverly Hills. Um, I want to dig a little to the beginning of before real estate. Why don't you kind of give us a little uh, breakdown of you know where you grew up? You know, where, did you you grew up West Coast, I believe? But what, yeah, I went. I grew up. I went to. I uh, grew up in Beverly, uh, Beverly Hills. Went to Beverly High. Graduated uh, ever so long ago, 1980, uh, 77. Went to SC. Graduated one. Lifetime Trojan fan, like you wouldn't believe, and still painful from last Saturday, but yeah. I'm, I'm getting used to it. Um, uh, MBA and law degree, uh, Loyal and USC, and uh, started in the uh, mortgage business in 86, 87. I'd gone to law school uh, for uh, grandparents' reasons. Yeah, you got to be a good, you got to be a good attorney. Being you know, a lawyer, professional. So you never lawyer, law? doctor. You went never, to law never practiced. Never practiced law. I never wanted to get into it. My mom was the first uh, female mortgage broker, and she had a very good um, uh, situation going because she, she was basically a pioneer. So it was just a, the uh, mortgage business at that point in time. It was just very in its uh, initial stages, very unsophisticated, and just a few banks around and so forth. So it uh, started building traction, and you know, I was hooked after a month. So I saw the possibilities in there. And so, uh, let, let me stop you right there. So was your first job, it wasn't in law, clearly, and it wasn't, no. in, you didn't like go to find, you went right into the mortgage business. That was your first career. Yeah. First and your mother, your mother is Gloria, right? Right. Yes. So just a little side note for those who don't know. So Gloria was one of the first, it may be the first, a pioneer in the mortgage business. Uh, I don't know when she started, but uh, one of the first women that really become a power broker in the mortgage business. And so True. it was your first job working on her team, so to speak? Yeah, it was just, it was very small. It was just like four people, 
And I was just, you know, learning and I saw, you know, what, because uh, my family's always been involved with real estate. So, you know, um, I had knowledge of what was going on, but it was just a, a brand new situation for me. And, uh, you know, first couple deals I, I did, you know, real small deals. In those days, the conforming on an ounce were $108,000. So this goes back ever, ever so. So what can you buy now for 100000 Literally nothing. But, um, uh, so it was just, it was very much in its initial stage. So no, just fax machines, no computers. It was, you know, very technologically not, uh, where we're at today. Would, would you guys have lunch at Chasen's? Is that where you go? Where uh, you Chasen's. Go? Scandinavia. Oh, Scandia. That's a, Scandia, no, we were, Scandia. Uh, we were at Wilstrom Beverly Drive. So, uh, lunch was the, oh, what, what was there? God. Ships. <laughs> uh, ships is on, on ships is on uh Lots well you get La, La Cienega, you got Western Boulevard. Ships just ships is good for the toast. You yeah, used to make the toast, toast. there. <laughs> great toast. I think my, I, the story is my grandparents. My grandparents both sides were at ships waiting for the call when I was being bored at Cedars of Lebanon, waiting for the call that I was born. They were at ships having toast, I'm sure. Yes. So, yeah, the test. So this is the mid '80s when you or early yeah, started '86. '86. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you recall what the interest rates were approximately? I sure, I sure do. The rates were, I mean, in, in those days, the uh, it was basically 30-year 30, 30 fixed rates were about ten and a half, eleven percent. And the uh, I bought my first house in '87, '88 after I got married, and I thought I stole the loan for like nine and a half percent for five years. Single and, digits. Single, Single digits. digits. That was that was that was a big accomplishment Huge. or coup in those days. It must have been a real real big shot. Ha ha. Anyway, um, uh, but uh, so that not, was ten, double digits. So, so ten ten percent was about approximately loan. Yeah, it's about the rates then. Yeah. And did they go up higher from there, or was that where they already? No, at down? that point in time, though, uh, the inflation tiers were starting to abate, and uh, you had uh, I think Volcker was the uh, he had already. Because in the early 80s, I think it's like 1981-82 when the prime rate uh, hit like 21, 22. That was the, right. the, the top of the market. And it was continually going down. But, you know, rates were seven to eights for years. I mean, yes. in, in two years. What was that? Do you remember what the cost of a house, average house in the Beverly Hills Flats were in the 80s? A million bucks? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, uh, depending on where, you know, what block number, but million five uh, or so, million three, million five. Seven. Yeah, so that house now is probably eight million, ten million. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, I, I know, I know, I know by personal experience. Yeah. So there you go. So in the '80s, you start building your business, and that was it. You've never turned back. You've been in the mortgage. I think you're saying you've been in the mortgage business since then. You haven't got tried different things. No, no. I, I love the business. It's been very good to me. I've met a lot of a lot of people, uh, good friends. Uh, sign you every day, you know, entrepreneurial, and you know, I have control over my deals uh, with the relationships I have, and it's a, it's a, it's a great, uh, it's been a great career, and I wouldn't change it for one bit. Do you have any idea about how many loans you've done in your career? <laughs> well, uh, I'd say probably about thirty-five or forty thousand. <laughs> thirty-five sure. or forty thousand loans. Yeah, that's a good amount. Seriously. You you make a few deals here and there. Uh, I'm gonna sh I'm gonna show you something here for the crowd here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show you something. You guys see this is my uh, office here. The uh, beautiful views. No, good, great views, but here this is the floors and oh, my. Uh, look at those files. Yeah. So this is so the uh, here. 
That's this is my files desk computer. So oh my God. I'm uh, Mark, very actively involved in the deals. Have you heard of this new technology? It's called oh. the internet. Oh, well, <laughs> we, we use it heavily. But you uh, need yeah. paper. Have you heard of? I'm I'm a man, and I, I need to visually see things. So uh, you haven't heard? Outside, you can I'm save on. those files digitally. We oh we do no no we're actually we're pretty technologically savvy. Everything's on digital, but I just the you files the coming in your clients. I, I I have to see it. I love it. I love it. I know because I've been in your office many times. Though sometimes you can't see the floor with those files. You're always standing sure. up at your desk, and that's you know, I am, yeah. getting some exercise. You're standing up now. So tell me when uh, when did you start your own your own branch, your Cohen Financial? Was that pretty soon? Early? Uh, on, no, I take- started. In uh, 1999 or 2000. Okay, so you're already I, well off in your career. Yeah, I worked with my family for a year, and I love my mom uh, dearly. But it's just time for change, you know. Just you know, at that time, I was 40 years old or whatever. It's just had time for a little change, and um, nothing was wrong. It's just you know, family and time to branch work. out, do your own thing. Yeah. So what yeah. did it look like? What did Cohen Financial look like? Was it just you and us uh, and an assistant? It was. Then, it was. Uh, Myself and uh, three people, uh, three uh, uh, underwriters, just other clerical people that are still actually still with me, believe it or not. Wow. Um, Long term, that tells yeah. a lot about. Yeah, so uh, still with me. And, uh, you know, I moved, uh, I was in the, uh, where was it? In the uh, building, the uh, one of the Heckmuth building at Wilshire and the first building on going west on uh, West Lindbrook. That's funny. The, uh, yeah. uh, I'm in a and, deal with Heckman right now. One of many. Like, lucky you. Lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> I am lucky. Very lucky. So tell me the evolution now versus then. What What does your operation look like now, 20 years later, 21 years later? Yeah. Well, it's much It's much bigger. We have I have about 15 people, three or four people who generate uh, loans for us. Uh, but obviously with technology, um, uh, uh, you know, we are pretty, you know, you have to be very technologically savvy and also with the advents of what's going on in the market, you know, quality control, um, having, uh, a person handles appraisals. So everybody's got their, their function here. You, it's, it's to do the kind of volume that, you know, we'd like to do here. You have to, uh, have a structure that, that works. So, yeah. all right. So, look, everyone gets gets the point. If you're in real estate, you, if people know of you, you you have a very big career. You also have a family. You also have a life. You have hobbies. So, how do you keep it all together? I ask people this all the time. This this question of uh, you know balance or trying to keep things in balance. How do you do that? And what does your typical day look like? In terms of sure. starting your day early or finishing late, and I mean, I've had calls from you really late at night. Definitely. Who is this guy? <laughs> this 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 solicitation. Um, I'm at my office at seven every morning, and uh, you know, it's it's you know, you can say, well, you've been for so long. Why? I mean, obviously, it's been nice financially, but you know, it's it's a passion. It's something new every day. It's to me, it's like the closest thing to being. On, on Wall Street because I have the CNN, you know, my big screen going on and watching the bond market and, and so forth. So I'm here at seven. I'm just, you know, uh, I have I do a lot of business with the bank in New York, a very good friend of mine who's helped me out tremendously. And we do a lot of business together. 
So I'm talking to them, you know, six thirty-seven or late at night this time, um, and just working through the files because every these deals, you know, what, I, what we've done okay is because you have to be actively involved and have relationships with people at the banks. I don't. If you go to, let's just use a bank, Wells Fargo, and there are some very good people who work there, but you know, once they give the file off to the processor, that's it. I work the files. Yeah, they're done, and that's it. And they have little or no say. So here, you know, with the banks I do work with, and you know, I'm not 100. percent far from it, but at least uh, I have the input, and I can do things that others others uh, can't. And I limit who I do business with to um, like four or five banks because when you give somebody a lot of business, that means a lot. Yeah, that's interesting. So you have a four or five go-to banks, yeah, a lot of business, and you fit. That most of those four or five banks can pretty much handle. Yeah, and yeah, I've got other ones that I use secondary. Yeah, I've, I've got it. Look, you've got to be diverse and do everything to be successful in this business. You can't say, "Well, I only do purchases or refinances." It doesn't work that way. And, and and also, when I one thing I found out which has helped me a lot is you know everybody wants to. I want to do the five million dollar deal, the two million dollar deal, the million dollar deal. I've done so many conforming loans for two hundred thousand people, two hundred thousand dollars for people. Yeah, and and those pay off. You never know. And, and one, if they they're 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 easy and they're lucrative or whatever. But you know, you never have too big of an ego to say, you know, I don't do deals like that. You, you never do that. And I I learned that from my uh, you know from, from business from my family. It's like you know nobody should have inflated egos. Why well, only do this and that? That's not the right way to be. The ego, the ego. Yeah. We talk no, about no, that a lot, and that's no no no. no that's no really ego, no, no, no ego. Yeah. No. Well, look, you know, being at the top of the game in any field and being a leader, what you do and then acting with no ego, that should be a good lesson for all of us at, especially yeah. in this game where everyone's chasing the shiny big deal and the Instagram mansion. And we all want the big deal, but look, you know, bread and butter deals are, are what uh, make us over time. And certainly you, you're a testament to that doing deals at all price points and, you know, we all have to be open and leave our egos at the door. So yeah. starting at seven, I know you work late hours, but I, where I want to dig into is uh, how about pre showing up the office? Do you have a workout routine? Do you have a wellness, a mindfulness? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So what does that look like? Is that before well, work? I, is it after work? Is it I go, I go, I leave the office like about seven, seven, fifteen. Fortunately, um, uh, I, Equinox is uh, literally across the street, so. You'd be surprised in an hour, and I don't, you know, I know people there, but I really work out. So, yeah. you know, for 45 minutes to an hour, you get uh, a good workout. Oh, You're yeah, doing a, it a at nights? Yeah, I go after the Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, it's 7 o'clock. My mind's already on, on business. So I don't do you, go. Uh, do you have a pre-office routine for whatever, stretching, meditating, thinking, uh, reading, anything? <laughs> Before the uh, I get, I get like five, I get like five forty-five. You know, see, watch CNBC, what's going on, and you know, st stretching a, a little bit. I'm, I'm getting into that. I tore my ACL like five years ago. I've never been Painful. quite the same. No, no fun for you, you ball players. Um, but uh, you know, you know, I, I'm the five minutes from my office, so I, I'm here at seven and just getting ready for work. And, you know, I get everything, all my clothes out the night before, so I'm ready to go. And you know, and always thinking, I go through my emails, and that's it, and, and I bring my, I bring work home every night, so basically what I'll do is, um, gym like 7, 7.15, home, 
dinner, 9 9 30. You know, depending on, you know, like to have a social life uh, once in a yeah. while. But, uh, but uh, you know, at like 10 to 11, you know, email and just going to, you know, things I have to do the following morning. That's it. And, you know, weekends, like I'm a college, huge college football fan. So tomorrow, you know, my days on Saturdays are college football days. So, uh, so that's and, your uh, day. That's your day. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah and, 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 you know, and I, I you go run with my friends tomorrow morning, for example. We're going to do a five miler at uh, at seven for the SC game at eleven. Let's go to the gym. You know, that's it. Go to dinner tomorrow night, friends. You know, usual. You know, same stuff every else. Well, yeah. I don't and know. My, so and, it's, my, it's a, and uh, although I have a special uh, treat, my uh, son's uh, getting married in Cabo at the Four Seasons in uh, two weeks from uh, tomorrow. So I'll be down. So I'll be down there uh, for uh, four days. So it'll be fun. Amazing. Yeah, enjoying life. So that's the other part of the question with the balance. And clearly you are a classic grinder. You, you know, you're, you're in the office early, you're up early, you're there late. Uh, reminds me a lot of my father-in-law. You've been doing it consistently at the highest level for so long. Clearly you have a passion for it because I don't think in any industry or anything you can't work that at that high level and sustain unless you have passion for it otherwise 100% you'll burn out yeah yeah so 100%. it's a really interesting but also what I'm hearing and what I'd love to dig into and everyone seems to have is you have an exercise routine uh you know I imagine that's just a physical uh release it's an emotional psychological it's everything uh you know yeah. it's therapy physically and emotionally you it sounds like you take your Saturdays another a workout and football is like your fun time so yeah your downtime, it sounds like it's, you know, those couple hours of working out, maybe watching football. The other yeah. part of this is, do you ever, do you take vacations and try to tune out or break away and change your, um, your I have the, the COVID thing. Yeah, I, I do. I, I've traveled. Uh, I know COVID. It, yeah. Shut I mean, that's normal. shut things out. Now, part of that, I mean, I uh, travel, you know, ex every summer, uh, you know, two, three weeks uh, and, but. I'll tell you a funny story in a second, but, uh, you know, to parts of the world that I, I've been to just about every, every continent. I've been lucky to go to Europe, to Italy, my favorite place, you know, Love it. you know, 10, 12 years in a row up to the last nice. three, four years. And, uh, you know, safaris and we always take our kids, uh, so you do family trips. That's fine. Yeah. To, 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 uh, you know, we went on safaris in Africa, you know, you know, always ski trips. So the last few years it's, it's been less, but, uh, Definitely going to uh, start picking that up. But uh, you have to have a balance in life, like you said, because, you know, I can stand here all day long and just, you know, in the world, life passes you by. So you have to have the, the experiences of life, going to see things. And I can talk to, uh, you know, people about, you know, most places in the world, and I can carry on a con you know, conversation. And I think that makes people uh, much more well-balanced and more interested in others. And, that, and that's important because how many times are I talk to clients? I deal with, you know, like, I said a wide range of people, and if they say, you know, uh, they're uh, here's an Italian client started talking to me the other day about they're so impressed I knew, uh, you know, the Amalfi Coast so well. Yeah. So and, and then you do, and not that that got me the deal, but he goes, you know, you come see my family. You know, it's just, it's just when you when you're interesting, you have things to say to people. As you know in life, it, it just it, there's just a, a bond yeah. uh, on, on things. So it's it, it's it's, um, it's 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 type of thing so so living your life getting life experience traveling you know that's all not as much and 
I love it. So talk to me now about if you would have to break down like, hey, you know, keys to, to your success. Uh, it sounds like clearly being passionate about what you do is, is one of them from what you've said. But what would you say are some other keys to success? Um, well, um, true. Absolutely. The, the passion. But you have to be able to. Uh, and, you know, I'm not perfect. Far from it. So, you know, I'm, I've made, you know, tons of mistakes o- over the years. But, you know, and the main thing is uh, with people is you, you got to communicate with people. And it's easy to say, well, I'll just let it go and, you know, maybe it won't happen. But it, uh, but you have to communicate, be honest with people. And that those are the, 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 the rules of success in life and in business, communication and, uh, uh, and you know, being truthful. Yeah. And communication truthful and, and being and also, you know, thinking ahead of not not having to react to situations to to forward anticipate what might or might not happen. Yeah, totally. A uh, couple other things as we shift and pivot now. Uh, look, here we are, 2021, heading into the fourth quarter. We've been in this free money era, so to speak, quantitative ease and whatever you want to call it, the COVID era. What have you seen uh, over this COVID period and now that we're deep and hopefully coming out of it, what is your projections of the lending environment and the housing environment as we move forward in the next 12, 12 months? What does that crystal ball behind you say? Um, I, I, it, it's, it's really tough to say. And usually I have a pretty good feel for things. But you, know, you can see you know, what uh, Chairman Powell is saying is that uh, you know, inflation has um, is 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 higher than what they anticipated, and all you can and the inflation levels are high, and that's really what the markets, interest rate markets, focus on is the cost of money. So things cost more; people want more in return. So I'm sort of nervous about the the interest rates here. It's been so easy uh, rate wise for 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 everybody. You know, the rates have been trending downwards for years, and at some point in time, though, and I don't know if it now is it, but it's it's approaching at some point in time, though, where uh, you know Fed's going to raise rates, and these higher rates are going to affect the market. That's that's the thing that uh, is is sort of worrying me uh, a little bit, and I see it, it everything in the market and you know, restaurants and, and and everything is just in, and it, I think a lot of it is are factors that are um, that aren't may not be long lasting in the sense that. Uh, you know, you, you, I saw the. Uh, I watched the news the other night. Saw the uh, L- L.A. port, uh, the, uh, the port in um, San Pedro and Long Beach. Yes. There are boats. There are boats uh, lined up for lined three up. weeks. So that in. right, exactly. So that's supply and demand. So supply there's the demand. Yeah. yeah, supply chain issues, and that's why there's 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 you know you, have, uh, you know the inflation. It's it's an artificial inflation. So I think at some point in time, though, once you get the semiconductors, you know everything back at normal pace that you can have a more of a, uh, a normal interest rate environment. Because right now, if it stays like this, the handwriting's on the wall. It's going to happen. And then the labor market, you know, there's inflation now because for some reason, and I don't want to get into political things, a lot of people don't want to work, which I, I don't understand. But uh, you know, once that stops and people have to really work for a living, then... Uh, I work when the government pays you to stay right, at home right. and shop. No, I, and just as, as, it was funny. I was uh, walking the night uh, at the Scala right on, on Can Drive, and yeah. it was on Monday night. Just picking up something to eat, and uh, oh, I said, "Why? Wow, it's weird. It's dark on Monday night. They're usually open on Monday." 
there's a sign that said, uh, we'll close uh, this money labor shortages. So that's sort of a capstone of what's, that's, that's yeah. what's going on. They can't keep, so. their, they can't get employees to show up because no. they make yeah. too much money doing nothing, sitting home. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a whole nother podcast and another yeah. conversation. We'll save it for Saturday yeah. football game conversation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So exactly. I, I don't know what you could share, but if you think about some fun, crazy, entertaining deals or situations that you've been a part of, or how about this? And what are some of the bigger deals? you've done in your career you've shared some of the smaller ones and you you have no ego about it are there some big deals blockbuster deals that you can share um i mean my the biggest one i've ever done I've done several about the 18 to 20 million dollar range which is a lot of money believe yeah but 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 you know you see these sales they're mind-boggling you know i mean these billionaires 100 million 100 million dollar sales 150 so yes. they they don't need me they don't need me for that they just go to the bank but uh uh but uh yeah, I've done several deals. You know, fifteen, twenty million dollars on amounts. Home value was fifteen. Yeah, yeah, and so purchase so, price so like, double or so thirty. Yeah, like double, like twenty-five, thirty. Yeah, I've done uh, just a, a whole host of those. That's like what you know is, is nice. Um, then some very interesting people. I just closed a loan for uh, a. Um, this actually closed today. It was a uh, a um, uh, how can I say it? A diplomat from a African uh, country. Uh, okay. So, uh, the dip- no, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It wasn't a huge deal, but it's just you know, just the, the diplomatic and yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you know, and just getting stuff from some of these places is just uh, you know, we should be appreciative of uh, what we have here. Where things that can guy's be- doing 130 in his Lambo down Rodeo Drive. He's got immunity. Basically, <laughs> basically <laughs> you're guy. right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> so tell right me, on. why yeah. are these? Thirty million dollar buyers getting fifteen million dollar loans just because money's cheap and they rather so money, the, the money cash yeah. to invest in other yeah, there's, things. Yeah, there's 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 money's cheap and, and a lot of these four now and these uh, another one actually I'm doing right now in Beverly Hills. It's um, it's from a Southeast Asian country, uh, Islamic country, and they uh, big industrialists, but all the money's in their country. And I'm getting a, a bank, I think, to do the deal. Um, they're moving money to to this bank, but uh, they um, they uh, have a lot of money. But it's just it, they can't to get to get twenty or thirty million dollars out. Of the country is, is tough. So ten or twelve is tough enough as it is. So we'll see what happens. Got it. So but those are some holds of how much money you yeah. can move out of a country before. Yeah, problem. they're they're mo- most definitely us. Yeah. So uh, those are, those are the more exciting deals. I I have mainly bread and butter deals. Yeah, well, look, once in a while you get some some fun ones. So if yeah. if you had uh, somebody coming up in the business, a new mortgage broker, uh, maybe they're starting their career, they've been in a couple of years in the business, what would be your advice to them? You know, what sort of things should they be thinking about or doing? Knowing uh, knowing your product very well and having a, a routine that uh, you know, you're making calls and or just um, trying to self-market and being in, in, in introducing yourself to people uh being part of organizations uh knowing the product like i said uh and just when you have a file to, to work on the file so you actually know how they work because there's a lot of intricacies on, on, on every deal so you know in your deals with all the forms yeah. of design and so forth so it's just knowing everything about the business and being involved and 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 not having 
not having an eight to five mentality. It doesn't work. I, I think that's brilliant advice. Look, there's always nuances. There's so much to learn. When you stop learning, you die. You know, like yeah. in our business, there's always something new. Yeah, I learn something new every day. Yeah, me and, too. And, and, and they're usually after I make a big mistake. So, <laughs> so if you're saying that and I'm saying that, I imagine if you're someone new, newer in the business, there's so much you could learn, and you got you got to know your stuff. Start with that. Study and that's, the game. And, that, and that's what the, the game. And there's and the possibilities in uh, in yours and my business is just it's unlimited. I mean, look at all the transactions. I, I'm a spec on the radar and so are you i mean and, you, yeah. and you're very successful and i'm okay but uh but there's there's tons of opportunities that's what keeps you going and me going and just you know it's it's a, a very competitive in a good way spirit you know yeah. it's like uh I'll, I'll tell you that you know, you're a sports man and I, I, i'll this hit me a while ago so it's five years ago alabama won their first national championship so oh, they said to you go tight anyway so uh roll i must tide, have been, roll <laughs> So they asked Luce, uh, Nick Saban, you know, he won the championship. And they didn't seem over happy. You know, congratulations. Yeah, that's great. We're going to save for the night tonight. And tomorrow uh, we start for next year. And that's yeah. that's and, and, that, and that, that stuck with me. And they had another sports analogy with uh, uh, Michael, Michael Jordan saying, hey, uh, every day it's over. Next day, zero, zero. So my yeah. my thing every day, every morning, and it works for me, it's zero, zero. So but old news. Deals closes old news. It's, it's the future. Yeah, in life, but you can't change it. Yeah, that's that Mamba mentality, that champions mentality. Whether it's yeah. sports, whether it's business, yeah. whether anything. Speaking yeah. of sports, behind me, that's the boy Dave <laughs> Roberts right there. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's doing a nice job. Uh, I'll personally yeah, say I'm, hi to him tonight for you. <laughs> yes, tell him I say hi. Tell Dr. DV says hi. But hey, look, I'm sure you got ten more blue files now across your floor during this thirty minute conversation. But I appreciate you being a mention, sharing some uh, some knowledge. Always good to talk to you, and I'm sure we'll yeah. be talking soon on on talk some crazy soon. deal that's blowing up. <laughs> All right, All right, guys, have Mark, a great week. Good to see you. Have a okay. great week. Right. Have fun Take at the Tiger Day. All right, well, thanks, guys. Take care.